Good morning, Patriots, and today is Monday, December 4th in the year 2023. Patriots, there's a lot going on in the world right now, and things are definitely working towards a spiral of unsettling to the point of no return. There's no question about that from things that are going on down in Venezuela and Guyana to what was going on yesterday in the Red Sea. There is a huge attempt and might likely being driven by our military industrial complex and others that are seeking to develop war for the sole purpose of, well, there's more than one purpose, but usually war is to benefit somebody's pocketbook. That's basically what we're looking at right now. So it's, looks, it's looking a little dicey and in certain ways rather dangerous. So it is something to keep in mind and also something to be aware of as we head into this. One of the things that you do and should be prepared for, and that is uh, psychopaths do psychopathic things. One of those things that psychopaths do a good thing about is trying to destroy everything. Um, take this time and constantly prepare. There's not a time to be anything less than focused and vigilant. One of the things that you might want to look at and definitely should look at is EMP shield. That's it. These are the sorts of folks that will do certain things like that, like put an EMP out. EMP Shield can be found at empshield.com. You use your BARDS code BARDS, you're going to get free shipping and $50 off per unit. It's a great, great product and one that everyone should have in their home and use it to benefit the protection of your systems. We are, like it or not, we are heavily dependent on electronic systems right now. And that includes digital processors and digital brains for everything from ATVs to trucks to RVs, even our standalone generators. There is a there is an EMP system or EMP protection box for every one of those. Easy to install, great resource library, everything you need. So head on over to EMPShield.com, EMPShield.com. Use your promo code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S. And you'll get $50 off and free shipping. You're going to want to get one of these for every part of your home, which would include your home, your RV, your ATV, your vehicles, your ham radio station, base station, even your solar panels. This ensures that your investments are protected in the case of an EMP lightning strikes. It's an EMP level one, two, or three lightning strikes, or even solar flares. So again, empshield.com, empshield.com promo code is BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, $50 off and free shipping. Well, Patriots, there is a lot going on. There is a report that came in, and I'm going to have him on the show later this week, and this is from Michael Yawn. And this is showing that there is a about a 60% chance of Guyana is facing invasion from Venezuela. This is all over oil. It all has to do with the connections that are made between the oil industries and big oil fines. And his his point here, and he says, this is on his ex post uh, on on x it says based on my knowledge of the situation global relations etc are guessing i'm guessing 90 percent chance this eventually goes to guns meaning a war between venezuela and guyana the other 10 percent is wild cards but based on current conditions open intent preparations etc this goes to guns and spreads panama soon to gets taken over u.s being strangle strangled and invaded genocides across the USA and this hemisphere and Europe and Japan. Those words genocide, it's not small words and not something to take lightly. Michael Yan's been talking about this for some time, and I think that we can honestly take a look at the reality of the current government and the sickness which we're dealing with. We are dealing with a government that has intentionally tried to kill its own people 
and did so with the bioweapon, and it continues to do everything it can to hide it. In some of the latest reports that I've seen from J6, it's worse than we've ever imagined because pretty much every single thing in J6, including the quote-unquote deaths, were all crisis actors, and they have used that to fuse and to attack each other and ourselves and divide this nation. So this is a very important time to realize that our government is truly criminal, hateful, tyrannical, has nothing to wants to do with the people, and they are using every tool in the book possible to try to track, tag, locate everybody that is against them, which would obviously, I'd probably be on the top of that list. They are in a mode right now to destroy the people in every capacity possible, and this is nothing to take lightly. So... The world that we are currently in is a world of treachery with a, with a government that is a tyr- tyranny. It is not of the people or by the people and has no interest of being so. And it is time that we start taking this very seriously in terms of the w- war that we must wage and the fight that, we must, that must ensue. These are huge. And that means that we, the people, have to start making a decision of whom we're going to follow. I am... I've said this and I'm going to say it again. The only way forward really is for us to start seeing a provisional government set up a breakaway government that will be of the people. We are never going to reestablish this government of the people and through this mess that they're in. And for those of you that are deeply following Trump, I'm throwing up a red flag and a warning flag on this and be very careful. He is a billionaire class. And as good as you want to believe he is, there is so much about this that are distractions and there's so many pieces that are timed that happen under his watch, including Operation Warp Speed. As much as we want to try to justify that, the fact of the matter is that it has caused untold damage in people. 973% of the people that took the vax have ended up dying uh, or having heart heart attack problems, and it's getting worse. These people, the people that took the vax, ultimately, are going to be suffering some sort of critical failure, and that's just the nature of it. And it was as it was designed to be. Not to mention the sterilization that has been happening in this nation to prevent a, a revival of the American population, which has come from the vax. Hence, part of the reason they're bringing in all of these illegals to outpopulate. That are not are not injected, by the way. These people are being brought in to outpopulate and to, and then to fill the systems with people that have no knowledge, interest, or or wherewithal to follow the Constitution or the Declaration of Independence. The easiest way to to get to the next step is now to start with a military that cannot fill its ranks, as they're going to start opening this up to people that are illegal, giving them fast track to citizenships, and then we're going to be facing a military that truly is being run by foreigners that have no root in America. These aren't mythical things. These are real things. And so when we get to the local capacity of what we're dealing with, it is more important than ever that you start building your local communities, building the strength in the people you're in, and trying to get churches involved. Churches have always been the backbone of our nation. And unfortunately, in this era that we're in right now, churches are anything but. They have become pacified, neutered, and not the speech and voice of the people, nor the voice of God. And on top of this, the one thing to keep in mind completely, and it is so important, is that this war that we are fighting is the same war that was fought when we were in the Revolutionary War, and 
I will I will tell you that in this component, it is the churches that got us to this to the freedom we had, and it will be the churches that get us back. It is our role here to fight, really first and foremost, in the spirit, and that is where we'll talk a lot about in the coming months, because the fight of the spirit is going to make a difference in how we realize the victory in the physical. And that's a mindset that we have to get back to to understand that our founding fathers actually understood this. They understood victory in the spirit. They understood victory in the in the principalities that were beyond our reach because that is what manifested in the physical victories on the ground. And it's one that we we have to start reinventing, re- reviving, and using with great precision and great dedication to literally wage these wars in the principalities beyond our reach to use those authorities given to us and to then bring victory into this world. And that is an absolute must. Patriots, it's 11 minutes after the hour. Let's pray. Father, we come to you today humbled and blessed with a foreknowledge that we are in a time that we have to revive our knowledge and reclaim our knowledge of fighting warfare in the spiritual realm. Father, the magnitude of invasion that's being faced in this nation is is unprecedented. It's an infiltration that is happening at every level, deep within our communities, deep within the government, deep within our entire lives. And these are people that are being brought in with the intention of creating instability and ultimately conflict. Father, we know that in a fight like this, that this can be a fight that will be in continually and incessantly bloody and it would cause a civil war and a rift at such a level that a nation no matter matter how well intended intended would never recover and that is by design and father so we know that there is a way forward here a way forward that is greater than our normal path of thinking it's beyond our normal reach and it's where we begin our warfare and it's our warfare in the spirit realm so father we're praying here for the continued guidance, understanding, and awakening of hearts to understand those tools of warfare that are given to us by heaven, mighty tools that allow us to wage war against fortresses and wage war against strongholds, and to do so from through prayer and through the actions of deliverance and healing to literally be able to confront the enemy and, and destroy them and destroy their strongholds within the spirit realm which then manifest in the physical. And this has become such a difficult thing in our age because so much of the church, Father, has fallen asleep or walked away from the principles of what it was intended to be. Churches don't teach miracle healings anymore. In fact, they reject the idea. So many of the churches reject the idea of miracles at at all. Churches don't teach deliverance. And those that do, it's difficult to find them in in the mix of all the churches that simply refuse to acknowledge it. Churches refuse to acknowledge the demonic, and they refuse to acknowledge so many of the things that are principles of the stories of the biblical realm and of Bible itself. But yet, this is how we or where we are, and this has been one of the great victories for our enemy, which is to turn the, the church into something that's blind and mute, can't hear itself, can't hear the word of God, and has lost the power of the blessings it should have as an anointed space to lead the people and to protect the flock. Ezekiel 34 speaks of the the judgment of the spiritual shepherds, and part of those things were to ensure that the church was teaching healing and healing 
and, and both the healing of the sick and the healing of the broken. And so far, sadly, Father, most of our churches don't come near that. And so it is up to us now and these those hearts that hear to step in that gap and say, we're here, Father. We're here and we will raise up that church as you intended. And so, Father, I speak those words today and step forward on that line and say, Bars Nation, as a community, for all those that are here and are willing, we will step in that gap, Father, and we will revive the church that you seek in us, a church that's composed of the mighty men of God, the church that has no walls but lives boldly in the heart in the land, a church that sees that the apostolic, the prophetic, the healing, the deliverance, and the greater works and the spreading of the gospel of Jesus Christ are fundamental to everything we do. A church that sees Jesus as the way we follow and live, a church that loves deeply and intensely and passionately and understands that as we love each other to that level of intensity, we will develop the powers to overcome anything the enemy wields against us. So much of this, Father, is, is a time and a place that we must continue to have our faith more deeply rooted in the greater works. And so, Father, again, we lean into this. A, a church that embraces both the Old and the New Testament, a church that understands truly that in a time like now, we are in a state of war and a war that is being called upon us all to do greater things and to be able now to have the confidence, the training as well, and the, the seek the greater knowledge to use these wars in against the principalities that is not within our reach. And Father, this is where we win. This is where we collapse fortresses with the tools and warfare of heaven, not just strongholds. This is where we break down those walls and we separate those puppet masters to, and free the people on the ground. And this is where we see the disruption of the enemy's forces that are so confident, so arrogant, so believing that they can overcome and win victoriously simply because of a disdain and a hatred in their heart. Well, Father, we reject that hatred. We reject their disdain. We reject all of those things that drive them, and we simply place ourselves in the gap, and we say, we love. We love with the mightiness of the sword of spirit. We love with the ferocity of the love of spirit. We love with the intensity of Jesus and the intensity of our, our Savior who put himself on the cross and in so doing, suffered the greatest of pains only to free all of mankind through his compact made in blood. Father, we embrace that victory, and we bring that victory into the earth, and we bring that victory into the now, and we stand boldly now against this evil fearlessly, knowing that this evil has no authority over us, no authority over anything in this land. And this land is an anointed land given to us by you, blessed, blessed over the years, corrupted in so many ways by those of the darkness that never wanted to see us succeed. And we pray into that and break those strongholds and say, we will heal this land. We will heal this nation. We will unite this people, not as multiple nations under God, but as one nation truly under God, which includes first nations all the way to last nations. And Father, we will find the ways to heal the wounds the wounds of slavery, the wounds of the atrocities of those waged against the First Nations, the wounds of war, the wounds of blood spilled, the wounds of aborted children, the wounds of aborted families. And we will heal those, Father. We will heal those in prayer. We will heal those in unity. We will heal those in the glory of all that you bring us in this hour. We will overcome those forces of witchcraft and satanic attacks 
facing them, dispelling them, breaking their strongholds, having a fearless war against them, knowing that you are with us in all things. And Lord, we will not bow ever, for this is a war that must be waged truly as we begin that war on our knees before you, but mightily before evil that we will never bow and never hesitate. We are the mighty men of God. And we are the, that which the earth has grown to in, in waiting and anticipation for them to awaken. And this is our hour. So, Father, guide us. Give us the wisdom necessary. Download the knowledge needed for us to be great warriors for kingdom. Our hearts are ready. Show us where we need to be refined. Place us in those refining fires so that we can burn away the dross from the silver and have the silver then be handed back to the silversmith to be refined. We are that person. We are that time. And this is the hour for just that. And so, Father, we humbly give ourselves to you. We submit all to you. We submit our most precious desires, our most precious things to you. And we say, Father, here I am. Now send me. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Patriots, this is truly the sense of warfare and the mightiness of what we face. And it's an exciting hour to be part of this, but it's a real hour to understand the commitment in which we make. There is no game going on here. And I truly mean what I say. And this is a man that is, as you know very personally, that I have walked in war, physical war. And I've seen the warfare of other parts of the world. There's people that have seen much more than myself, but I've seen it, been it, and been part, and been part of it. This war that we're in is not going to be won in the flesh. This war has to be won in the spirit. And that spiritual warfare is mighty and great. That's is a spiritual warfare that is taking on fortresses in the spiritual realm. This is a warfare that demands of us to be able to walk in the second heaven, to be able to see clearly the spirit that's around us, to trust in the power of God, to lean in him, to hear his voice. That have the confidence that when you pray for something, it isn't just prayers. This is literally de destroying demonic control. Taking back kingdom space, reclaiming lands for, for God. This is everything in, that we do, walking in the breath of our, of our Father. To take back this world, to take back this kingdom in the name of Jesus, who died on the cross to give us victory, and now we must bring victory into this world. This is the mighty hour which we walk. And it's a humbling hour to be part of. It's one that is great. It's one that represents greatness. It is one that we will win in the end. But it is something here, Patriots, that requires a dedication and understanding the commitment of where we are. Everything that is we work under is a system of Babylon. It's difficult because everywhere we turn, we turn into it. Everything from the money system that we're in, which is completely a Ponzi scheme based on paper and no no substance, meaning that we're working in, in these jobs, being given something that is not of God himself, but just paper and what they call Babylonian money magic, simply to, to give a wage of value to that gift which God gave you. It's a degradation of everything that God did. To the war against families from abortion, to the severing of the seed of men through vasectomies or the cutting of tubes of women through hysterectomies and those type of surgeries. And this is the idea of destroying family to such a root that it can never recover. And then there's abortions, which have been the willful desire of people to take life and have it ripped from their womb and destroyed. This is all the engineered war on family 
that has become so pervasive all the way down to where relationships now are seen as the, through the lens of pleasure, not the lens of building the fruit from the vine and bringing more children into this world. We have the war of education against children to distort their minds, corrupt them, pollute them with horrific things of sexual behaviors and even conditioning them to be groomed, to be raped and puppeteered by adults. This is the hour where we have to start deciding truly whom we serve. And those hours in which we serve that will be will determine where we go. But this warfare begins in the realm of the spirit. So for those eager to grab their guns and be ready to take on the line, understand that our founding fathers didn't even see that. They understood the power of leaning in and believing and praying into those principalities that were beyond our reach. November 28th, which I discovered, it was which is the day I did my reversal surgery, is also what is known as Founders Day, a profound day that was declared under the Continental Congress. It was a day that declared victory over the British, knowing that they had not yet achieved victory. They were building a day to celebrate victory, pray into victory, though victory was not yet at hand. That's people that understood that from victory we work to bring victory into this world. And they believed in the prophetic idea of praying into something as a nation to achieve that victory that was needed in the end. General George Patton understood this with his Christmas prayer when he did this and they were facing off the worst of times in Germany, in Bastogne. And he, the miserable weather that prevented them from developing a counterattack against Nazis. He demanded that every soldier read the prayer, that every soldier have the prayer in his hand. And he believed in the power of prayer back home to win the war. He understood the power of victory through prayer. We have to embrace that again and go further. We have to be able to speak victory and pray victory and then wage war against the spiritual strongholds of the evil, which then loose their control and loose the mightiness of the power of heaven under this earth to where we can now wage the physical war and watch the enemy collapse and disperse. Right now, this enemy walks with confidence because its strength to their dark lords is powerful. And the control and the unity of the Christian foundation is weak in this nation, scattered, questioning, doubting. Can we really overcome this? Oh Lord, we say false words that have no, can no longer be spoken. We have to look at God and say, God, we will be your Gideon, your Gideon's 300. We will stand and we will know with the mightiness of even blowing horns and blowing out light that we can scatter an army into the wind and that army shall be destroyed. We have to have the confidence of David to stand before Goliath and to pick up three stones and know that with one I can take down the giant and then cut off his head with his own sword and present it to the enemy who will then break in fear and run to the mountains to be pursued and later killed. We have to have the confidence of Joshua who will be humbled before the captain of the Lord of hosts and then wage a war against a city, tearing down its walls with the power of the ark and then be able to flood it and destroy every man, woman, child, and donkey within its, its ranks to cleanse that place as God directed. Because in all of these stories, God is the director of the hand of the sword of steel as we wage war first and always in the, sword, in the spirit. 
This is the mentality of Christ's army that we are raising up, and it's the hour that it must be done because it is here that we become part of a greater force, a greater war, a greater army, that which is rooted in our belief in Christ. And that shall be a victory we shall see. And when we wage a war like that, nothing can stand before us. Nothing can collapse us. Nothing can divide us. For we are the children of the Most High. So patriots, buckle up. This is the war we now prepare to wage. And it's a war that we will win. And we will win it in the spirit first. And we will see the victory in the flesh. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I will see you tonight for Bards FM. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs, and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who moved forward and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country.
old evil that has waited thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words, in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath.